So, Daniel saw another vision. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia. So remember, before it was during the time of Darius. Cyrus is the one who told, eventually, who told the people of Judea they could go home. Alright? So, a vision was revealed to Daniel. And the word was true, and it was a great conflict. And he understood the word. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. He ate no special food. He had no meat or wine, nor did he anoint himself. That was when they would put like oil on themselves to like look good, I guess. We don't really do that today, but they did it back then. On the 24th, on the 24th day, as he was standing on the bank of the Great River, that's the Tigris River, Tigris River is a very famous river. The Tigris and the Euphrates rivers are two very large rivers in the Middle East. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and there was a man clothed in linen. Linen is a very expensive and soft and like white garment with a belt of fine gold around his waist. His body was like beryl. What is beryl? Anybody know? I'm gonna have to look it up now. I know it. You know it? What is it? Barrel, B E R Y L. It's a gemstone. Oh, B E R. Oh, I it's like blue. It. Yeah. yeah. It looks like this. It's like teal. It looks like. Barrel, B E R Y L. Okay, so. We have it at our house. Yeah. Okay, so it says that his body was like that, and his face was like lightning. And his eyes were like flaming torches. Have you ever heard a description of anybody like this in the Bible before? God? Sometimes Jesus, so like when Jesus, not the barrel part. I've never come across that before, I remember. But at Jesus' transfiguration, his face shone white like lightning. Right, his face. white like the sun. It's described, actually, I think you're right. I think that his face shines like the sun, but his clothes it says flash like lightning. And that's what it is. But then in Revelation, it describes him being like white like this. And then his eyes being like flaming torches or like two coals of fire. His arms and legs were like the gleam of burnished bronze. So that'd be like a, like a, like a copper bronze color, bright. And the sound of his words was like the sound of like a multitude. That means like a large crowd of people. Daniel, I, I, Daniel, saw the vision alone, for the men who were with me did not see it. Great trembling fell on them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me. And I was changed, and I was weak, and I heard the sound of his words, and I fell in a deep sleep. And then a hand touched me and set me on my knees, trembling. And he said, O oh, Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright. For I, I have been sent to you. And when he spoke to me, I stood up, trembling. And he said, Don't be afraid, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me for 21 days. But Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I was left there with the kings of Persia. All right, so this is kind of weird. But we think this is what it means. In the book of Daniel... When it talks about princes, it usually means angels and archangels. So there's a prince of Persia. What we think that means is that there was a, a like a like a demon, 
that had been allowed to have power over the land of the kingdom of Persia because Persia was a heathen kingdom. They didn't trust in the Lord. And then this angel who was coming to Daniel, I don't know if it was Gabriel, another angel that's described this way, he couldn't get through for a while. And then Michael, who was one of the chief princes, one of the archangels, he came to help him against this prince of Persia, and he got through. And he do came. Remember, do you guys remember Michael in any other instance? Michael? Mm, doesn't show up much in the Bible. Is Just a couple times. Yeah, but that's only in Revelation. It only says that in Revelation. I'm not sure they would have heard that before. Yeah. So, like, in the beginning of the world, God created all the angels, right? And they were all good. And the way it seems to be described, we don't know this for sure, actually, but we think that the angel called Lucifer rebelled against God and he became Satan. We don't know that, we don't know that for sure. The reference to the name Lucifer is in one of the pro prophetic books and it's a little bit obscure. Mm -hmm. It may be what it's referring to. Generally, people think that's what it's referring to. Anyway. So the devil was an angel and other angels with him rebelled and they became the demons and they were thrown down. And it says in Book Revelation, it describes this. It says there was a war in heaven. God sent Michael and his angels to fight against the devil and his angels. And Michael won and cast the devil out of heaven. Part of what's interesting about that is that if, you, if the devil's rebelling against God, right? And God's like... Michael, how, go deal with this. How did, it's not even like the, God is so much greater and stronger. He didn't even need to go and fight against the devil yeah. himself. He sent Michael to do it. How did, where did the devil find a place? Well, God, God threw him down. Yeah, but where did he go? To earth. I thought he went to hell. No. When he was thrown down? When he was thrown down, he was thrown down to earth. He's on earth right now? Yeah. Where on earth? Wherever. I mean, I mean, like, I don't mean he's like, he's not everywhere. He's not God. God's everywhere at once. The devil's not like that. Where is he? I, wherever he is. I don't know. Can you find him? No. How would we want to anyway? Well, how would we find him? He's a spirit. You can't, like, go and see him. He can appear just like the angels. The angels here appeared to Daniel, right? But at other times they're invisible. What if he, the devil appears? Well, who cares? The devil has no power over those who believe in Jesus. I know. Yeah. I know it's pretty funny. Because, wait, wait, wait. What if it was the opposite? But, um, so how about what if the devil was still like the devil, but he is the good? As the, That's crazy. And God... If God was evil, honey, we'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. It's, the devil's he's not. not. God is good. No, that, but that would be funny because, like, devil says for, like, bad, and yeah. God says for, like, good. So. Yeah. That's true. But... It's funny, Nate. But it's not like, you know, there are some false religions that they treat, like, good and evil as if they're, like, equally balanced. And they say that there's, like, a God, and like, a good God and, like, a bad God. This is not like that. The devil is not like the bad God. Yeah. He rebelled against God, 
But God is so much more powerful than him that it wasn't even God who had to go fight him. God just sent Michael to go deal with Mike. Michael, go deal with it. Go deal with Lucifer and his rebels. And he's cast. Lu- well, if if that was his name when he was an angel. So this this angel came and he said, you know, Michael helped me to get in, and uh, I came to comfort you. And when he'd spoken to me, he he fell on the ground. Daniel didn't was mute. And then one in the likeness of the children of man touched my lips. And I think that might be Jesus. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, and I said to the one who stood before me, Oh, my Lord, by reason of the vision, pains have come upon me, and I have no strength. How can I talk with you? For now no strength remains in me, and no breath is left in me. And again, one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me, and he said, Oh, man, greatly loved. That's the third time that a message has come to Daniel saying that. Oh, man, greatly loved. Because God greatly and dearly loves us who believe in him. Um, Daniel and also, uh, uh, Daniel is also making good decisions. <laughs> he trusts in the Lord, yep. And he said to him, Fear not, peace be with you. Be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke, I was strengthened. That's what God's word does for us. When he says, be, he, when he says peace and be of good courage, his word gives us peace and courage. So he says, so Daniel said, Let my Lord speak for you have strengthened me. And he said, Do you know why I have come to you? But now I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go out, behold, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is inscribed in the book of truth. There is none who contends by my side against these except Michael, your prince. So the reason he calls Michael your prince appears to be that, like, it appears that God assigns different, like, heavenly beings to, like, be in charge of different kingdoms. And Michael, it appears, is the one who is in charge of Israel, which is God's people. These princes of these other kingdoms, I guess they could be angels, but I doubt it. These other kingdoms are heathen kingdoms, and they probably have demons who are assigned to be in control of them, but they still have to answer to God. So God still conquers them as in control of them because he's in control of all things. And they might try to do wicked things, but God uses it for good. And he said that soon the prince of Greece will come because pretty soon it's going to be time for Greece to have the authority and they're going to conquer Persia. Yes, Samara. That was what they saw in those visions about, about the goat that would charge across the earth. That was the kingdom of Greece. Yes, Samara? No. No. Like, um, before kids learn a little about God, um, I heard her just, uh, she doesn't, she didn't know pity, like, she didn't believe in anything. Um, and it was, I feel like her mother, um, <laughs> I feel like her mother just wants to have, like, well, I mean, so? Her mom, it could be that her mom told her something about God and she just didn't remember. Or it could be that she just hadn't told her about it before, but that doesn't mean she doesn't know at all. Like, we should try, keep trying to invite them, but she was talking one time about bringing Kinsley to church sometimes. Thank you.
Well, anyway. Yeah, so... The important part here in this story is that God is in control of everything. In in control of all the nations and all the powers over those nations and in everything that they do. And he takes care of his people. He works all things for the good of his people, the church. That's why... In ascension, Jesus has risen above all things. He's ruling all things for his church.